This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Well, Rubin, how was the uh, photography walk? Oh, you just want to start right in on that, do you? I do. I was so I was so sad. I just wasn't feeling well to make it, but I will make the next one. I'm sorry you didn't come. Uh, okay, I'm a jerk. It was amazing. It was totally amazing. I, I don't know why I was resistant to it. I guess I hadn't um, realized um, how cool it was going to be. It was super fun. Like there was a bunch of people, and we met at Neo Modern. And, and you said it sold out, right? Well, you know, it was a group. It's a it's a meetup. Okay. And so it was a, a you know couple dozen people and then we we sort of talked a little bit about sort of the modernist stuff that's up right now but very quickly we just went for a walk right Mm -hmm. and there's uh it's nice you know you're with a bunch of people who have cameras and some had smartphones and some had dslrs Mm -hmm. and you know i thought i would feel too much pressure like to educate or something but the truth is if you just go out and take pictures and everybody's taking pictures things just come up. It's sort of like a podcast, but you're in real life. People are doing real, <laughs> real things. And so I see something that catches my eye and I stop and I'm taking a picture and other people kind of gather around to see what caught my eye yeah. and I describe it. And and then other people try taking pictures of the same thing. It didn't catch their eye, but now mm-hmm. that I've pointed it out, it did. Or someone else has found something interesting and we all kind of take a shot at it. Like what? And you're asking yourself, what would I do with this subject? That's you know, so, cool. so it was great, and I I enjoyed it, and we went down to Fort Mason, and um, it's just great to hang out with photographers, and it's great to talk about photography with people who care. So that that's, was fun. That's I'm born again. Um, maybe we should do uh, these photo walks all the time. I I think so. Well, I'm definitely coming on the next one. To- uh, was I mean, anything um, like what came out of it? Was anything worth printing? Anything you um, are really excited about, or? Or any of the um, attendees, I guess, were really excited about. Walkers were really excited about. <laughs> well, I don't know what you call call people who do this. Uh, that's an interesting question. Did anyone print anything? People did want to come back to Neo Modern, but it, you know, we talk a lot about printing. I talk how I think that it's not photography if you don't print it. Yeah, right. But I, th- I think I want to have a caveat on that. I want to just put a little footnote on that thought, which is um, up to sort of recently, I was thinking, you know, you go through your pictures and you find the best and you print them, right? That's kind of how you, that's the bar. Is it good enough to be printed? And what's sort of um, flummoxing is that it's hard to know what's good enough to be printed. And, and it's particularly when we take our pictures on our phone or we have them on social media, it's really hard to have context to know if it's good enough to be printed. Mm-hmm. It's true that... Um, I think that printing is not just like this bar, the reward of it being really good. It's the litmus test for whether it's really good. It's part and of the process. It is. And one of the things I had forgotten, but when I am printing all the time, when I'm in my photographer mode, I'm not printing things out because I think they're amazing. I'm printing mm-hmm. them because they might be amazing. Yeah. And I hang them up around me. Uh, like in my bedroom or in my living room, somewhere where I see it constantly. And 
you keep checking in. Like, do I still like it? Do I like <laughs> it after a day? Do I like it after a week? I'm staring at this thing a lot because that's hard. And I think many photographers do that. That's how you decide if something makes that cut, that yeah. you're going to put it in your portfolio or sell it or frame it. You, you've sat with it and it just grows. It gets better over time. And that's that's really what you want. And and it, at some level, you know, when people bring things to Neo-Modern and ask us if we like them, if they're good, we're guessing. We have a lot of experience looking at things and having a sense of what will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. But really the test is for you personally to just make your own print before you frame it maybe and hang it next to your bed and spend a while with it. Because when I look at what I think are my favorite photographs, the thing that is the defining characteristic is I can just never get enough of them. I just don't get bored. And that is what you wanted. That's what you're aiming for. Um, with your Something pictures. that you're going to look at all the time. It's, it's a super high bar. I th- well, I think what's interesting is that's um, just sitting with something is is really part of kind of any creative process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think of when I design, you know, interiors mm-hmm. and or an interior space, I really have to sit in the space for a while and kind of take it in. What does it feel like in the morning? What does it feel like in the afternoon? What does it feel like in the evening? And so um, I guess that also feeds into like the placement of where it is. Oh, but yeah. So having this idea of printing out your photographs almost like a painter working on a painting you get to sort of start to take it in does it look good with a northern exposure does it look good in the kitchen does it look you know where where does this really feel like you want to see it all the time and and let it live and and then do you really love it is it i think that worth is, taking to the next level <laughs> yeah I, I think that also can't be overstated this idea of the context yeah of, of where it is you know when you're um putting pictures in a book you know what's on the facing page mm-hmm. what do they see at the same time as this what's around it what are so it's not just is this picture good right but how does this picture fit into the greater scheme both visually when i'm looking at a two-page spread or sort of conceptually like i'm looking at a whole bunch of pictures in mm-hmm. this book and i think that also plays to what's on your walls in your house yeah you know it you can say this is a great picture that's a great picture and this third one is a great picture but put together they may not it's it may feel sort of like discordant Mm -hmm. or it may just like open up another door or or you'll see something you never saw in them and both of those are possible and you really only get there by kind of mocking it up either looking at them printed on a on and you set the three prints down on the on the table and you look at them together and sort of look at how you feel because you will feel different through that juxtaposition mm-hmm. gallerists people who are experts at hanging museum shows and art yeah. galleries like that's their specialty it's not just identifying this as a great image yeah. but how do these go together it's another reason why the size is so important like how you print because if you print it giant and it's next to something small, that's going. It's not just it creates two a images. relationship. Yeah. yeah, but they they play off each other. Absolutely. In some way. Um, it's been interesting. I I feel like this is what I do in my day job, <laughs> where <laughs> it's about really sort of designing. We call it an attendee experience. But what is that? It's not just about kind of that that one moment, that one you know piece or that activation. It's really about the the process to get there and even what happens afterwards. So. How, if you think about your home as your, you know, as your attendee journey, experience. yeah, exactly, your attendee experience, like what is, you know, what is the art or the photographs that you see as you enter? And as you get kind of more into the heart of your home, how does that change? And what, you know, or, or 
rearranging. I'm a big fan of rearranging. Oh yeah, rearranging. How do you how do you change that attendee experience without having to move homes? You actually can just rearrange everything and it feels completely different. You know, it's funny you say that. I was just noticing, you know, partly because I'm lazy and partly because I have noticed this, <laughs> is that at Neo Modern sometimes uh, we've got, you know, I've got a couple dozen of these amazing prints up. Right. And I want to hang another show but I don't want to hang another show. So I just rearrange all the pictures on the wall mm-hmm. and it feels like a completely different show. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Definitely the positioning in a space matters and you can, you, you rearrange your furniture? You're a furniture rearranger? <laughs> I do. I, uh, I think my friends probably, I think you may be the only person that rearranges your living room more than I do, but <laughs> I would say every two or three months I'm probably completely rearranging the living room and like the art and everything and uh i I once actually rearranged the living room um while my husband was sleeping which was (laughs) was i think really just a test to see how observant he was he kind of walked in and did he shook his head and was like wait what what? (laughs) how long was i asleep (laughs) (laughs) but um no it's like it does it feels like a new a new home and the way the light hits something or that what I love what you said too is just the juxtaposition you can almost create stories that whether they were there initially if the, if the shots were taken all together or maybe they weren't and you kind or, of create those stories yeah they could be from different photographers yeah so it's um that's very important and a fun it's a fun thing to do to think about that curation it's not again not just here are 10 of my favorite pictures but yeah. the, how do these 10 pictures go together and what story do they tell Instagram, I mean, that's kind of what's happening there. People are, I think, very aware when they post things in social media Mm -hmm. that the context of what's around it matters. Again, I think it's placement and timing and and all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, I I think that if you... So from the photo walk, I don't know if anyone... um, printed anything but there were a number of printing. there were a number of images that I thought were really cool. Oh yeah. And, and not and really not just mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, so far the people who have posted stuff, I'm blown away. And it's it's wonderful to see how many different ways the a group of photographers on the same exact walk in front of the same exact stuff see things differently, uh, captured things differently. Uh, it's really fun and that set of pictures tells a different story than any one of our sets of pictures I think that's so cool do you um do you ever print like a single photograph that if if someone is really trying to decide am I really ready to do like this photograph or this one do you ever print like both photographs for them and then they kind of live with them for a little bit and then they come back and they're like I want to frame this one absolutely that's actually pretty common oh really Um, yeah it's like it's hard to know I mean if you've got a a picture of grandma and you want to frame it and send it out Mm -hmm. that's an easy question right but if you're back from your vacation in Bali Mm -hmm. and you've got a hundred pictures and you've got ten great ones you could I mean we could instruct you to sit with them and go over them but there's nothing like spending a little bit of money, making a few prints of your best few and just playing with them, sitting, looking at them at dinner and showing them to people. And you just notice that at some point when someone else is, it's a funny thing, when someone else is looking at your picture and you're standing watching them, you then see it through their eyes for the first time. Like you think you're looking at it objectively. And then the minute someone else is looking at it, now you're thinking, Oh, it's it's kind of overexposed, or oh, it's not really as good as I thought. It's like, you know what? Don't look at that one here. Just look at this one. Yeah. 
and it so it helps you make a decision. It, it, it helps. It helps. Um, if you're having trouble seeing it through someone else's eyes, put someone else there. But, <laughs> but you're not necessarily listening to them. You're listening to yourself. Right. That's kind of a trick. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Well, and I think just the idea of photo walk is, uh, is really cool, really fun. I'm glad you had a good time. I had a great time. I'm, like I said, I'm born again. I'm, we're going to have photo walks all the time. Uh, and our, our uh, listeners are in uh, Hong Kong and France. So maybe that's where we should do our next photo walk. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to see our show notes, photos, and upcoming events. Please leave reviews, ratings, and questions on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. Yes, and thank you to Mitchell Foreman, our jazz pianist, for our incredible theme music. Everybody, we appreciate your attention, and we hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time. <laughs>